going on, everyone? Welcome back to Conversations with the Covingtons. I am your host, Mo Covington, with my <laughs> lovely wife here. Carolyn. Carolyn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> Thank you guys all for tuning in and joining us again today. We're happy to have you on. Um, today, we are going to talk about what, baby? What are we discussing today? Old world versus new world. Old what world. does this mean Old in terms world. of wine? Oh, in terms of wine. Yes. Okay. This okay. will probably be a quick episode because... Um, because we're traveling and we need to get to another episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. going to be brief, but yeah, we're going to go over old world versus new world wine. What exactly is that difference? What does it mean? Um, yeah. But yeah, before we dive into it, how are you doing? Maurice? I am doing okay. I am just a little, uh, not stressed, but Aww. a little pissed at people. Why? Because first of all, as an entrepreneur, you know that the work doesn't stop for us. We work everywhere we go. We're always working on our phones. Yeah. Um, but now I'm just like, I've been trying to get so much done over the last three weeks. And now that people are slowly starting to get back to work, that's great. But they're so far behind that they're still making my process of getting getting things done. They're slowing it up because they're still taking forever to get stuff done. So I'm just kind of yeah. like pestering people 24-7 to get answers on building inspections and city permits and Stuff like that, and it's just been a an annoying process. So I yeah. feel like most of January, or at least the first half of January, is like such a slow like get back into the groove of things. No, you should never for get every. Out of the group. No, I feel like for but <laughs> I like know. yeah, I know. it can no, be yeah, frustrating yeah. when you like are on a time crunch and have things to get done. Yeah, it just it's it sucks. So yeah, just dealing with that normal real estate stuff. But other than that, I mean. I'm blessed. I'm happy. I got eight hours of sleep last night, which you I really did. do. Uh, yeah. You did. So I'm feeling pretty energized. Um, it's a beautiful day here in Charlottesville. Um, cold, yeah. but beautiful. It's cold, but I mean, 50 degrees. Of course, two hour delay because Virginia sucks. <laughs> we had some um, some sleet and rain last night that ended at 10 and o'clock. nobody here knows how to drive when there's <laughs> one snowflake on the ground. I did. So I did, the email I received from the school system was that we know that the rain stopped at 10, but we want to take extra precautions just in case there are any slippery spots You guys there. just want to sleep in, okay? We have <laughs> things to do. Chop, chop. Yeah, yeah. No, so there, yeah, there was a two-hour delay this morning. Yeah. Could you imagine if they closed school? On a beautiful day like today, it's literally 50 degrees but outside and sunny. that's what they do, yeah. you guys. I'm from North Dakota, and literally the one thing that drives me insane about living here is one snowflake on the ground. Okay, like half an inch, an inch. Everything's canceled. All businesses. You don't need to go into work. School is canceled. And then the snow melts by like noon that day. Mm -hmm. And you're like... Okay, like <laughs> it's 45 degrees, yeah, the snow yeah. is gone. Yeah. Whereas in Fargo, where I grew up, it was like six feet of snow, blizzard, negative 20, you're still going to school. <laughs> well, that's that's you guys' climate though. I mean, I know we talked about climate on your last episode, yeah, but, <laughs> but that's the climate for North Dakota. It's just you guys got to deal with it. <laughs> I also think it has to do with the culture. I'm sorry, but yeah, I do. But I think your climate impacts your culture. If, if you have snow like that, most like a, you know, most months out of the year, then you're used to like navigating those, you know, those snowstorms, those, those kind of waters. If you're not used to it, like we are in Virginia, 
A little but drop of snow can just cause disruption. Yeah. Why aren't people used to it when it happens every year? Well, I think one is <laughs> no, I think it does happen one every year, but I think that we don't put in the um the resources to be fully prepared for it because we don't cuz some years we don't get any snow. Yeah. Some years we'll get like we had in January, right? Well, okay, but yeah. remember what they did last year? They went through and put that little like salt trail mm-hmm. down on the road yeah. and it helped big time. Like we did get snow, but like if we were only going to get like a couple inches, like that would have worked and everyone could have just driven off on their merry way so, and been fine. I think, and I'm just kind of, I'm speculating here, but you know, in Fargo, you guys get feet of snow. So you have, you have packed down snow. You actually have snow powder on the ground. Here we'll get yeah, a layer of snow. Interstate, no, like you have snow plows. Yeah, but here we'll get snow, a little bit of ice, water. And it's kind of like all, like, you know, most roads are slippery. They're like icy always icy here you know as opposed to you guys where yeah, it's more snow you just snow, have to drive careful and you put salt down yeah but Anyways, i'm just saying it's a different type of climate here honey so. <laughs> yeah where everything literally melts right away it doesn't yeah. stay frozen and slippery for long no no that's true i'm sorry you guys it's just i i don't understand it do you want to have a debate about fargo weather versus charlottesville weather uh, I'm not trying to say Fargo weather is better. Okay. At all. I know that. I'm yeah. happy to live here. But no, I'm just the saying the couple is, times out of the year that it snows and all hell breaks loose. I'm like, really? No, I, I really agree with you. I was just trying to like in the moment play devil's advocate, but I do agree that, you know, it's not It's dramatic. It is. <laughs> it okay. really is. But so far, you know, it's noon. The snow is gone from or the ice, whatever. It's Beautiful day. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we haven't had a snowfall yet this year in Virginia. No, and it's not looking like we're going to have one for the month of January. So I hope we have no surprises Which is in normally February normally when it March. would happen, yeah, I guess January or February. February. And we've yeah. had them in March before, too. So. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, but they'll probably melt the very next day if we had one in March. And I'm not really planning on being here much in March. So. Oh, yeah. Well, where are you going? Travel. <laughs> Without me? 2023 yeah. travel. No, we goals. are. We are. We're traveling like every month. I'm trying to travel as much as I can this year because who knows what's going to happen the following year. What's going to happen? I don't know. What are you talking? <laughs> okay, let's dive into our topic <laughs> of the day. All right, let's have a conversation, honey. Okay, mm-hmm. let's have a conversation about New World versus Old World wine. So last episode, I talked about terroir and terroir also comes into play when we're talking about this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't know what terroir is, go back and listen to our last episode talking about that. But the difference between old world versus new world, I mean, there's a few differences, right? Like one of the differences is the location and which countries are involved under that umbrella. But then you also have the difference of the style of wine, which is what a lot of people refer to of like, oh, this red is very old world and that's my my preference. So let's start off by talking about the location mm-hmm. um, and then we'll get into like the taste and the style. So if you're old world and new world, and then you also have like your ancient world, which I'll briefly touch I on. I never heard about ancient You haven't? World. So there's like, I, you know, I'm not saying every restaurant has this, but if there's a, a nice no, restaurant. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't they have wouldn't it have like an on ancient, a menu. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Well, no, they might have a wine from that particular area of the world, but like 
It's not even considered old world because it's older than old world. Sheesh. Okay, let me explain. So your old world wines are like basically all of your European countries. It's basically like all of the all of the countries where like these winemaking traditions were started. Um, and like where all of these like grapes, like the Vitis vernifera that we know now today came from. Mm-hmm. So you have your France, you know, French Cabernet Sauvignon, your Pinot Noir, your Chardonnay. I mean, France is like the big one, old world. Boom. You Italian. Have, you have Italy. Exactly. <laughs> you have your Nebbiolo. You have your Sangiovese and all of those. You have Portugal, you have Spain, Germany, and the Riesling. And then you also have your other little ones trickled in that are a little less well-known, but Hungary, Croatia. What about Greece? Greece, I believe, could be considered old world, but I think it is old world, but it's also like... It's kind of newer. Vir- no. No, it's not. I was going to say it's a virgin more of like ancient world. Oh, shoot. Yeah, that makes sense. That's, you know, yeah, yeah. because think about like ancient Greece. Yeah. Like yeah, they yeah. that was like forever, like mm. BC something. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I'm kind of like, it's almost closer to like ancient. Ancient world. So then let me quick just like briefly talk about ancient world. So ancient world is like a little bit farther east of like where Europe and the Mediterranean is. And most research shows that like the first like practices of winemaking were in Georgia, the country. And then you also have like Turkey and Lebanon and Israel and all of those countries are kind of what's considered the ancient world of wine. Mm -hmm. And so those places still make wine today. Um, And it's older than our old world. They were making wine before even France was. But the reason why we kind of compare the new world versus old world is because those are more of like the modern winemaking techniques and like all using the same grape varieties. When you're getting into like Georgian wine or even Greek wines, those are grape varieties that most of us have never even heard of. Mm -hmm. And they're really you know, different and unique. So that's why a lot of people just compare the new world versus old world. So wait, new world, go ahead. Yep. New world, new world countries. (laughs) There's a lot of them. It's North America, South America, South Africa. You have all of Australia, New Zealand, all of those places are new. I didn't realize South Africa was new world. Mm hmm. Really? Which is also weird, right? You would mm-hmm. think that maybe it's old world because it's been around forever and been making wine forever. Um, but if you think about, because like oh, when we were there, it was like the first vines were planted in what, like the 1600s? Mm-hmm. That's same as Virginia. Yeah. Yeah, that makes, so that's, I mean. You know what I yeah. mean? That's funny that you're saying 1600s but south africa too like south africa is a unique country because it's really like i mean you're right it is um it was colonized by england Mm. so it does have that influence but what the trick is like why it's more considered new world is because it didn't really have its like revival of wine until like modern day wine until like the 1980s okay 
What so does that, that mean? Revival of modern wine. Like they were making wine in the 1600s, right. but like it wasn't like good and it didn't have like the impact that it does today. Okay. And it's really like things have changed over the last couple hundred years to get it. Now it's like, okay, the South African wine that we know now today and the way it's made and the climate that it's made. Some of the best in the world. Is your new world style. Mm -hmm. So then let's talk about the style of wines, right? Because that's another thing is, yeah, like kind of like how I mentioned, like new world style versus old world style. You... I know you say you're more new new world style, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of wines and, that you and like. And do rent. you know why that my is rent. and why you say that? Because I like those juicy, jammy, fruit forward wines. What, right? <laughs> Warmer climate wines. There you yeah. go. That's a big one. So mm-hmm. exactly. A really big one is that like new world wines tend to be in warmer climates. And so they tend to be fuller body, higher alcohol, a little lower acidity, and more pronounced like fruit flavors. Whereas your old world wines tend to typically become from cooler climates, lighter body, lower alcohol, higher acidity, and then less fruity flavor, but more of that minerality, maybe more earth. So um, so typically I love, and I think I've, we've talked about this before in the podcast, I like a nice scotch neat on the rocks, which is kind of like heavy in alcohol. It's like a heavy feeling, mm-hmm. like fills my mouth type of drink. Mm-hmm. And we kind of equate that to why I like um, yes. New World Wines because it has the same feel in my mouth and it has that high alcohol content yeah. as well. So yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, we had just opened um, one of your Napa Cabernets and like that first sip, I just, I couldn't even drink it Mm because it was just so like punch you in the face, like high alcohol. Like those are like 15% ABV wines that you like drinking, (laughs) which I liked it after it It decanted for like over an hour because it was able to like open up. But so I kind of mentioned like new world is typically a little warmer climate, old world, cooler climate, but it's not just like old world is cool climate wines. Like it's not that um, black and white uh, because you have Italy as for example, which is considered old world and you do have your cooler climates in the Alto Adige and other areas up North. But then you also have your warmer climate down in Southern Italy or in Sicily, which is a very warm climate. So there's fluctuation, but typically relating to like the style and the area and those characteristics. Mm. Um, do, 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 what else? Really, there's not like tons and tons to go on. I just kind of wanted to like do a little episode to mention like a little bit of the difference. Do you have any questions? So what about you? Are you a new world girl or old world girl? To be honest, I think I'm an old world girl Mm -hmm. because I just feel like there's still so much to discover with the old world that I like, I'm just very fascinated by. And like, even just the country of Italy alone, you know, I'm obsessed with Italian wines, but it's like, there's thousands of different grapes in Italy and they grow wine all over the country. And even just from the North to central to South to the islands, it's like all so different and amazing. But I, 
there's a lot to explore and unpack in those countries. Same with France, same with Spain, Portugal, we're going to try soon. And I just feel like there's more of like the tradition and the history that I love. But when we're talking about flavor as well, I love that because I do tend to like something a little more elegant, cool climate, crisp. Um, it doesn't need to be jammy and fruity for me to love it. Like I, I love a good mineral driven white wine, you know that, um, or like a red that's like earthier or aged things like that. I, you know, I love all wine, but yeah. I think that's more my preference. This might kind of throw you off. If it does, just don't, <laughs> don't answer. But um, for someone who's just kind of like entering the wine game, right? And who's mm-hmm. trying to figure out if they're like old world or new world, what other drinks could you tell them to compare their style prefaces, prefaces to that they drink currently? So, could, I mean, it could be alcohol or it could be like an, another, you know, just your everyday juice or whatever. Is there is there another drink you can say, hey, if you like bourbon, then you're probably like this. If you mm. like, you know. Or no? That's a good question. I don't really know. I'm The only thing I'm thinking of is like coffee. Mm-hmm. Like if you like a dark, bitter black coffee, maybe you would like more of like a New World Red. I don't know. Really? Does that sound right? Huh. Because like... The thing, the reason why I say coffee is because coffee has tannins and bitterness in it okay, as how, well. And so does red wine. And so I'm like, that's why I'm kind of comparing. But like, if you don't like a coffee that's um, really intense and bitter and you like something a little more rounded or like sweet, mm-hmm. maybe you should go have like a Riesling from Germany. Okay. Here's, here's a better question. I don't know. Here's I don't a, know. That's here's a, a hard here's question. Here's a better question. I know that was hard. I'm sorry. All right, if you can choose one red from Old World or a region, Old World region, and then one red from a New World region, one white from okay. Old to compare, to tell somebody, hey, go try these two from these two regions and try them out because they kind of give you the best of mm-hmm. those worlds. So you can tell whether you're an Old versus New World person. Which mm-hmm. wine would you recommend? And you ain't got to be brands, but maybe regions would you recommend? That's a good question. Yeah, so you have to think of like a particular grape variety that would grow in both. Um, I mean, I kind of already mentioned it. Like I think a good one would be Cabernet Sauvignon Mm -hmm. in Napa versus a board, like a left bank Bordeaux Mm -hmm. because Napa Cab, left bank Bordeaux and Napa Cab is going to be really like dark in color, dark fruits, high alcohol, full body, intense, probably heavily oaked, whereas a left bank Bordeaux is going to be a little lighter than that, a little more like elegant, more earthy, uh, maybe more food friendly, that kind of thing. Now you said left bank Bordeaux. Because left bank is going to have more Cabernet. Like Bordeaux is typically a blend, but left bank is going to be Cabernet based or like have more Cabernet. And what's the right bank going to be? Merlot. More Merlot. Okay. So you guys know. I'm just trying to educate the audience. Just so (laughs) people know. Um, But as far as a white, oh, I love this example, Chardonnay. Mm -hmm. I mean, Chardonnay is like the ultimate grape where wherever you make it, 
it really expresses like the terroir it takes on the winemaking uh that you put into it so if you put it on oak it's going to taste oaky like it's it can really be manipulated mm-hmm. in a lot of ways um so again i guess we'll just keep it easy and go back to california because chardonnay in california has your um it's kind of known for more of your buttery, oaky, yep, exactly. tropical, ripe fruits, mm-hmm. full body. And then your Chardonnay from Chablis, like I had mentioned in our last episode as well, is no oak, cooler climate, light, crisp minerality from the terroir. Um, so totally different. So when a lot of people, and I've mentioned this before on my Instagram too, like a lot of people are like, Oh, I hate Chardonnay Mm -hmm. because they think of Chardonnay as your butter bomb Napa or, you know, California Chardonnay versus like, no, like try Chablis. It's delicious. I agree. Or something like a little lighter. So, and you know, nowadays there's exceptions and there's non-oaked light crisp chardonnays being made all over the world um so it's kind of becoming less of a extreme thing and to be honest like california chardonnays too i don't feel like are as oaky and buttery as maybe they used to be some are because some people love that but um there's always exceptions in wine great so i would say to try the and two like chardonnay and cabernet sauvignon those are like the two most well-known grapes in the world right yeah so if you just go ahead and try one from each of like a new world versus an old world you can really taste the difference in those two those are some great I could come up with more unique yeah. <laughs> examples but that's a safe place to start that was a great question huh yeah that was a good question <laughs> well good yeah. um no, it's definitely a fun topic and you can dive even more into like the climates and your cool climate versus warm climate wines and all of that. Um, but yeah, yeah I think that's all I have to say on that all subject. Right. A nice short episode. I won't give you any more hard questions. Okay. So that, well, we will it. have mm-hmm. more wine topics for you guys over the next couple of weeks. And Mo will be doing some real estate stuff sprinkled in as well. I will. So yeah. keep listening thank you guys for tuning in and we will talk to you guys next time thanks guys talk to you later bye